No success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. That's why Club Wealth was founded, to help driven, successful, and busy real estate agents like you double their business while building a strong, balanced home life. Join us each week as high-producing agents and team leaders share their stories and unpack the principles and systems they've used to double, triple, and even quadruple their business while enjoying greater quality of life. And now, here's the latest episode of Club Wealth TV. Now we're live. All right, good. There we go. So I don't know what's going on, but Facebook today. What is going on with Facebook? And it's funny because I'm looking for it in the feed. I don't see it in the feed, um, but apparently it is. It's there. I you see, see it on Facebook. Hey there, Facebook. We oh are live. Gosh. All right. Well, let's we just so here we go. I finally found the feed. This is crazy. It's weird. Like all of a sudden, Zoom made a bunch of changes. And it was trying to go to Facebook Workplace. Now it's on Facebook. I don't know what's going on. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> that being said, everybody, my name is Michael Hellickson. If you don't know me already, I'm one of the coaches here. Right, well, just, yeah. Oh, Garrett, you got to mute out your Facebook tab, bro. Hold on. I'm muting Garrett. Yeah. Remember how we went through that exercise about five minutes ago? Come on, Garrett. On Facebook tab. <laughs> Apparently, Garrett is a better coach than a coachee. I don't know. I'm just kidding. All right. So here we go. Bottom line. I was trying to watch it on Facebook so I could see the comments come in and it just started. Yeah. So that's why you have to mute the tab like your coach mentioned earlier, (laughs) like five minutes ago, which everybody else on the call figured out. I'm just kidding. All right. So here we go, guys. So first of all, I want to welcome my co-host. Coach Sheree Benjamin, freaking <laughs> Sheree. Uh, hey Miss, uh, I'm going to do 500 transactions this year, Benjamin. Freaking love it. Uh, and uh, what did you do last year? 250 transactions. That's awesome. And uh, today, yes. we have, as our guests, we have Garrett and Dustin. And Garrett and Dustin crush it. Garrett and Dustin are literally doing uh, over also over what, over 200 transactions a year. And uh, they're doing a lot of it with free lead sources. And so we're going to be talking today a lot about free lead sources. Uh, and hopefully we can get Tori to post some uh, comments in here about that. But uh, uh, I wasn't able to change the uh, title today for some reason. Thank you, Facebook and Zoom. Not sure what's going on there. <laughs> but, uh, but Garrett and Dustin, tell us a little bit about you guys. And by the way, you guys are also coaches with Club Wealth. You're also those speakers at Listing Agent Bootcamp uh, coming up next week. That's a week from yesterday is the coach's day. A week from today is the, the actual event starts. Uh, actually, it's not true. We've got a bunch of free content for everybody. I'm hearing a horn. Somebody have a train? <laughs> you got a train? Dustin, is that you? Oh, they mute me now. Yeah. So there's a mute button. There you go. Now, now we found the mute button. Okay, good. All right, good job. Oh my gosh, freaking Idaho guys. This is awesome. You guys got to ease up on the potatoes. It's doing something to your, I don't know, anyway. So that being said, Garrett and Dustin, tell us a little bit more about you and about kind of what's going on. What, you know, how are you getting to 200 plus transactions largely with free lead sources? So I, I, I'll start. Garrett looked like he was taking a deep breath. So, um, you know, it, it starts nothing with, like live TV, right? Love yeah. it. Yeah. So, it, you know, it starts with building a team. Last year, I think we started 2017 with about, I think it was somewhere right around 12 agents, 10 to 12 agents, and we finished 2017 with, um, I think it was 15 to 16 agents. So we added some through the year. 
We were able to train the agents that we brought on and help them uh, convert at a high level, which, you know, helped us close a lot of deals. And bringing in the free lead sources also helped as well. So, I love um, it. By the way, Angela Cutter says, shout out to my coach, Dustin. What's up, Angela? And Michelle Ernest is also giving a shout out to uh, Garrett saying, get it together, Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, all right. Part of what we do, I mean, we, we just, we did our morning huddle this morning and uh, one of our agents told us that she went and bought some, some stuff at Home Depot and then returned it. And in the process of doing that, she picked up a, uh, a buyer, right? So it's teaching our, cli- or our agents how to like present themselves and be presentable. Um, I don't know, like talking to people, right? So um I, I hear so many agents. I'm like, Hey, when you go to the grocery store, do you go find people to say hi to? They're like, Oh no, I put my head down blinders on and I try to get in and out. I'm like, what are you doing? I, you know, I personally sell over 40 homes a year because I'm walking around the grocery store, like looking around, trying to find someone so I could go run them down and say, Hey, how are you? And, and, you know, um, stay top of mind with them. So, so, There's an opportunity everywhere you go. It's just a matter of capitalizing on it. So, you know, we've got these teams mixed up a bunch of different personalities. So when you get someone who is, let's say, not so outgoing, what do you tell them to get over that fear that they have that's naturally there for them, you know, to speak to someone that they saw at Home Depot or at the grocery store? So part of it is, I mean, some, some people are just not going to do that. I mean, they're, they want to sit on the phone, they want to call people, and I'm okay with that. Um, so what we do is, is teach them to get on Facebook, right? You don't have to go walk up to someone and, and talk to them, but comment on their photos, right? When, when someone posts a photo, don't just like it. Like it. Liking stuff doesn't matter anymore, really, to Facebook. It, it helps the person posting, but it doesn't really let them know who it is that's posting unless they click on it and go through it. So... Um, you know, if, if you're scared to go talk to people, start on Facebook. When someone posts a picture, type out a comment and say, wow, that's awesome, or your, your family looks great, or it's been a long time, it looks like you guys are doing well. Just engage with people, and, and we can do it with Facebook. I mean, everyone walks around like this now, right, with our phones in front of our faces. Mm-hmm. So use that if that's all you can do. And from there, you're, you're going to start feeling more comfortable talking to people. And if not, then stick with Facebook. You'll sell houses. You'll get repeat business. You'll get referrals. So here's the thing though. I think one, what I'm really hearing you say is freaking do something, right? Like you can't just sit around and wait for business to happen. And it's funny because, you know, this last two weeks, uh, you know, we've heard from a lot of our, our tier one clients, or I shouldn't say a lot. We've had a few of our tier one clients that, just aren't getting into activity. Like we're telling them, go do this, go do this. And they just, they won't go do it. And so we're like, okay, if you're going to do that, then go do this. And they won't do that. And then it's like, okay, if you're not going to do that, then do this. It's like, dude, you're the freaking real estate business. Do something. The business isn't going to come to you just because you've got a pretty smile, but you got to get into activity. You've got to actually go out and take action to make business happen. If you're just going to sit around and wait for it to happen, you're going to be broke. And you're going to be that, you know, I'm going to do four transactions a year kind of agent. And you're never going to last in this business. You're going to have a problem long term. So what I'm hearing is that you guys are very consistently teaching your team 
to be proactive, to go out and get the business instead of waiting for the business to come to them. Is that right? Yeah. So Absolutely. We, we, as of a week ago, started doing call night uh, once a week. <laughs> My, Michael got two separate text messages from, from Dustin and I. Um, you know, so we're, we're doing call nights once a week, not to mention our agents. I mean, think about it as a real estate agent, you're, you're paying money for a lead or you're giving up a referral on one of these free lead sources, right? But you have to pay a referral when it closes. Um, so in doing that, now we're on the phone, pounding the phones. If I run into someone that I know and go talk to them, Hey, how have you been? I don't walk up and say, Oh, Hey, Michael, did you know I'm in real estate? You should totally buy a house with me or let me sell your house. I'm just talking to them and I'm, I'm friends with everyone on Facebook. If I bump into you at Walmart and we exchange phone numbers or we just start talking or whatever, I'm looking you up on Facebook instantly, adding you as a friend and I am engaging with you for now on. Um, and in doing that, the, it's nice to have some easy stuff along the way, right? So we're making phone calls, we're pounding the phones, we're doing all of that. It's nice to occasionally have someone say, hey, Garrett, I'm thinking about buying a house or, hey, Garrett, I want to sell my house. Can you help me? Um, sure. <laughs> I'll be right over and we'll talk about what we need to do. So so are you saying, so essentially you're at the store, you bump into somebody, you recognize them or whatever, and then as soon as you leave the store, you get on Facebook and stalk them and you oh, start. Yeah. So oh, yeah. talk, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I freaking love it. <laughs> That's awesome. So like, what is Facebook for if not to stalk people and get them to do business <laughs> with you, right? I, I'm totally okay with that. Like, and to show them who I am. Yeah. I, I right? love and it. It's, it's easy to do once you've made that initial contact with somebody. If you have, you know, a five-minute conversation with somebody and it ended well, it's easy to jump on Facebook, send them a friend request right there. You're fresh in their mind. They're going to accept you as a friend, and you're just increasing your audience from there. That's right. And now they're going to be seeing your stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Michelle Burke was just saying, so I call it getting a win. Go get a win now. Just have a freaking conversation. I love it. Yeah. So we, if I talk on the phone with someone or if I get a referral or some sort of a lead, I am finding them on Facebook, adding them as a friend. If they're not going to answer my phone calls, I'm going to start um, shooting them a private message on Facebook. We had an agent who called a lead, lead didn't answer, texted a lead, lead didn't answer. This lead then came to our Facebook page and sent our, our main Facebook page a message. We responded to it. I, I threw the name into our CRM. I found out who this lead belonged to. I called this agent and this agent said, I've been calling, leaving messages, texting, everything. I can't get him to, to respond. And I said, well, find him on Facebook, add him as a friend, send him a private message. You know what happened 24 hours later? Got a response. No, we showed him a house. No way. Yes. So, it, I mean, why is someone not willing to respond to a text message and respond on Facebook? 
You know, it's funny to me because agents go wide, right? It seems like agents want to go out and they want to bring in all these leads and they just want to have, you know, bazillions of leads sent to them or they want to get bunches of leads and they want to just pick that low hanging fruit and just take the easy stuff. And what they don't want to do is climb up in the tree and get that really good fruit at the top of the tree. And what you're saying is, no, you got to go deep, man. You got to climb up into that tree. You got to go after those great pieces of fruit that are beyond the reach of most people because most people won't take the time to go deep. Most people won't take the time to stalk them on Facebook. And I get you guys, Facebook is an awesome tool. It could be a huge distraction. It could be a huge waste of time, or it could be an awesome tool. You can use it as the ladder to climb up into the tree and get that fruit. In fact, I'll even tell you this. I think Facebook can be, it can be the Ivy high lift, right? You know, it's like the, 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 the little, the crane that lifts you up in there, the, the, whatever those machines are called, you know, it's, it, it literally can lift you up into the top of that tree, but you've got to do the work. You've got to get off your freaking butt to make a buck. Sorry, rant over. Go ahead. Well, well that, that's fine. I mean, the, the thing that Facebook brings, and I, I, I push Facebook a lot with our agents. Um, not all of them will do it. Not everyone watching will get on Facebook and add strangers, right? Because, oh, I don't want strangers to see what I'm all about. Okay, fine. I'll take those leads that, that aren't going to engage with you and I'll go sell them a house because I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to show them who I am. And that's exactly what Facebook yep. brings with text messaging and phone call doesn't is they can now click view profile. They can now look through your pictures and they can see that I'm a normal person that, that has a family, but also, you know, sells real estate and, and I'm in the community and I, I can show these people who I am. So that's, I mean, that's one of the things that we do to, to either get free leads or to take our leads that we've already paid money for that we were getting ready to throw away, re-engage them and let them know who we are. See, Facebook helps with that no like and trust. So that's you what I was just going to say. That's uh, beat you to it. Beat you to it. <laughs> so they kind of know you a little bit. But what Facebook helps is it helps take that layer deep on that like you. Um, so someone goes to my Facebook, they see my family. They see that I'm a human being. They see that the things that I like, they see the things that I engage in. They, they, they look at me completely different when they start connecting with me. Um, and it starts to build up that trust that's there. It even helps with that, with the Ford method, the family occupation, recreation, mm -hmm. and dreams. So it helps us to connect on that level too. So people are very, very afraid of using Facebook, but you're right. Facebook is such a powerful tool that a lot of people are not digging deeper on, but I definitely do. I mean, I love my Facebook. Uh, <laughs> as salespeople, we constantly stock our, our clients, right? When we're going to go meet with them. I want to know what they're into, so I know what to talk about. Well, I know that Cherie has amazing basketball players in her family, so if she's <laughs> going to take me out, I'm going to work with her. I have something I can engage with her, and, and again, it's that whole trust, no, I know that she's a real person that cares about her family. And when I tell her the importance of my family and that's why I'm making this move, I know that I can trust her and that she's going to listen to me because she, again, we have that in, in common. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, by the way, speaking of the Facebook stalking, I love Megan Farrell's uh, comment. She's like, she's like, Garrett's just a creep. 
<laughs> I freaking love it. But you know what? Here's the thing. He's a freaking rich creep. I'm just saying. You want to be a creep that sold? You know, do you want? Do you want to be a non-creep that literally didn't sell a house last year, or sold four or five houses last year, or do you want to be a creep that sold 200 homes last year? I'll tell you what, man. Go be a creep. Can we just put the creep part on the Facebook on our bloopers reel? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey guys, what I'd like to know is let's dig a little bit deeper on some of these uh, sources that you were talking about. So you said you've got some things that you're doing for paid leads. And then you mentioned there's some other things that you might be doing in reference to paying a referral fee for those. What's what types of uh, things are you using for the, on the referral fee side? Well, of, of course, the non-investment listing lead sources, there's a card within club wealth, any coach can give it to you. So um, it's, it's got some great uh, lead sources. Um, we actually had an agent um, a couple weeks ago. She closed out a $500,000 property. Um, off oh, of re remember our average sales price is just above 200,000. Yeah, so, so when we say 500,000, that's exciting in our market. So anyways, sorry, Dustin, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. a lot of potatoes. <laughs> it is. But what's great are these, these lead sources are all free, right? They're, they're easy to get. You just sign up and register on their website. The key is, is that you have to update their systems on a regular basis. So if they send you a lead, you have to update them. If you don't update them, of course, they're going to move on to another agent. So to stay yeah. in their good graces, you have to update their systems. If you do that, you'll continue to get leads. You'll continue to close deals. When you close a deal, you basically just pay a referral fee of 25% um, to them. So, you know, $500,000 closing for us, that's awesome. We're happy to pay that 25% uh, referral fee. No big deal. So what you did mention, which is really good, is that, yes, if you are a Club Wealth coaching client, then you do get the secret sauce. So you do oh, yeah. get that nice long list. And I've talked to several people that believe this, don't even use it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No way. I don't, I don't understand it. Oh. You have access to it. It is like as soon as you sign up for coaching and you get started, you need that list and you need to spend the time like homework 101 is spending the time getting yourself set up into all of those systems, all of those different systems that are there. Um, what just not going over all 75, what are some of your big ones that you like to use the most? Um, a stately that one's that one's been amazing. Home light is is a good one as well. Um, we we do do some referral exchange, you have to pay up front to get into that that one, but um, once you're in, it's a, a, a referral fee as well. So those are, those are our big ones. I'm actually writing down that I see uh, Dave Woodson was asking, he's like, what list? I want the list. And so uh, what I'm typing in is, hey, we actually have a list of over 104 lead sources we start every coaching client off with. Uh, but you've got to be a coaching client to get the full list. I mean, there's very, look, you guys all know the people that are watching this, you know, we give you guys tons and tons and tons of free stuff, more than any other company out there will ever give you for free. There's a couple of things that we keep just for our coaching clients. <laughs> the full list is one of those things. And here's the thing. It's not just about having a list. The list is important. Don't get me wrong. But more importantly than having the list is knowing which ones to implement first 
how to implement them, who the person is that does the assignments at these companies and how do I follow up with that person to make sure that I'm the one they send the referral to instead of the guy down the street from me. All of this matters and all of this is stuff that your coach will help you with. Here's the thing. I love it. And I shouldn't say I love it. I'm always saddened when somebody cancels coaching and it's, it's, it's always tier one, right? We have almost zero people ever cancel tiers two and higher. Why does a tier one cancel coaching? The reason a tier and tier one means they're doing zero to 150,000 in gross commission income and zero to 25 transactions a year. Why do they generally cancel coaching? It's almost always because they haven't implemented anything their coaches taught them. I mean, literally almost nothing, or they've done all the touchy feely stuff, right? They've done the, the, the technological stuff, or they've done, you know, some CRM stuff, but they haven't actually picked up the phone. They haven't talked to people. They haven't held a client event. They haven't done an open house. They haven't implemented any of these free lead sources. They haven't taken action. They haven't gotten onto Facebook and done the stuff that Garrett and Dustin are talking about. They haven't talked to anybody at the store. They literally do nothing to be successful and they wonder why they're not successful, you guys, this is not rocket science, but you have to take action. Yep. So you, you said client events. That's another one we do. Um, again, I mean, it's one of those that you have to go talk to people. But I feel like if, if we're talking about free leads, they're, they're, not, they're free dollar-wise, but they're expensive on the time side, right? So, so that's your trade-off is if I want free or really cheap lead sources, I have to spend more time. If I don't want to spend time working with them, then on the flip side, I need to spend a lot of money for them. Um, so cl client events, same thing. When we meet someone at a client event and we talk to them, I like pulling my phone out and saying, hey, are you on Facebook? And finding them right now, right here, making them accept my friend. Well, I'm not going to make them, but they're they're going to pull theirs up and, and accept the friend request right in front of me. So. While you're there talking to them and you're going to say, okay, go ahead and accept my friend request. Yep. I clicked it. Awesome. We're connected now. Yep. And then start engaging. Don't let them forget who you are. And that's the same with client events, right? A random person walks up to go to your Easter egg hunt, which we had over a thousand people at ours. Um, Whoa, a that's a lot of eggs, brother. It is. Um, that's, so, that's, a lot, that's a lot of egg salad sandwiches later on. <laughs> um, so when you talk to these people, the worst thing we can do is get a thousand people at your event, say hi to every single one of them, and then never talk to them again, never engage them on Facebook, never follow up with them. So, you know, if you're, if you're going to work on those free lead sources, find them on Facebook. If you don't use Facebook, but use Twitter, cool. Find them on Twitter, LinkedIn. I don't care what it is. Find them, engage, text them, call them. When you see them at the grocery store, I don't care if you're scared. What, what, one of the worst things for me, I, I shouldn't say worse, but it, it kind of helped me realize is I saw a past client two years after I helped them buy their house at a school and she goes, Hey Garrett, remember me? It's Ashley. And I'm like, of course, but I didn't do it first. And so I felt like I was on the fence, like, Oh man, she thinks that I don't remember who she is. So one of my very first houses I sold her as a buyer, I turned around a couple years later, shortly after running into her at the school, I helped her sell that house, helped her buy a house. Then I helped her parents sell their house and buy a new house. And now I'm helping his brother build a house. We're talking about probably $3 million worth of real estate because 
I hurried and engaged with this person and didn't like, oh, yeah, cool. Good to see you. See you later. I went and talked to her and made sure that she knew because I felt bad. Oh, hey, remember me? I had to make sure that she knew I remembered her. Um, so I don't know. It, it's to me, that stuff is easy. And I know other agents, um, you know, not not so much. But if you just remember the people you've met and you go say hi to them, you stop by their house every once in a while that you help them sell. Hey, just checking in, seeing how things are going. Oh, my hot water heater broke. and I don't know who to call. Find them someone. That's, you know, that kind of stuff sounds so simple, but it's so not done by most agents, right? Most agents just completely drop the ball on this. Now, we got a couple of questions. I want to jump to this because they're really, really good questions. First of all, Andrew Tripodi makes a very good point. The reason a lot of people don't do this stuff is because they're simply afraid. And for those of you that are just joining us, by the way, we've got Matt Smith, Todd Spencer, Dave Golden, uh, Lindsey Norcheck, a whole bunch of other people. I mean, dude, seriously, we've got a boatload of people watching right now um, and a boatload that will be watching this later. We're talking about free lead sources and how you can grow your business without even having to write a check or anything. Uh, and so, Andrew, you're right that it's the fear that it won't work is a lot of the reason why a lot of people that don't do this. But I'll tell you what's interesting. I think more than the fear that it won't work, I think more people have a fear that it will work. And I think I, I see, and I know that sounds crazy, but Sheree, I see you nodding your head. Do you agree with that? Is that what you're thinking too? I do. I do. Um, some people do have the fear that it just might work. And when it does work, it's work. That's it creates work <laughs> when it does work. So a couple of key points here. Don't forget that we are in the people business. So what he's saying to you is that we are in the people business and you need to be able to relate to people, engage with people, have them like you. But do also, sorry. Oh, <coughs> one second, take it over. You need one of these really cool Club Wealth water. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome i love it that's hilarious of course she whips out her club wealth water bottle right there <laughs> that's awesome don't choke on it while you're laughing that's too funny <laughs> i love it i love life <laughs> but you know you're right i mean tara used to go through this all the time right so tara you know my wife tara she used to have this concern because she's a high c she's on the back end right so when we bring in more business guess who's got to deal with them in the back end it's her and so she'd freak out you know if i went out and created more business now it just meant more workload for her so she was afraid to go out and bring in more business and even if it's not on a conscious level you guys this happens oftentimes on a subconscious level where and, and believe it or not your subconscious mind is far more powerful than your conscious mind. Think about this. It's your subconscious mind that causes you to breathe and pump blood throughout your body, not your conscious mind, right? So you think about that. That is a very, very powerful thing. So you have to learn to get over that. You have to become comfortable bringing in more business than you think you can handle right now. Because until you bring in more business on a consistent basis than you can handle right now, you won't grow. And you have to grow to stay alive in this business. Yep. Three, did you so, want to, oh, go ahead, guys? One question that I hear often too is, is when I go engage with someone, how do I tell them that I'm in real estate? So let's pretend, Michael, I'm not this old, but let's pretend that we went to high school together. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that felt a lot like, Michael, you're really old, brother. Well, hey, you, you, make, you make fun of me all the time, so I had to get my I had to get mine in when I could. <laughs> 
He does uh, get them. He he makes fun of you a lot for that millennial. Wow, you know what? Exactly. I'll tell you what, man. Hey, look, everything. Even even a little dog can pee on a big building. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so, so let, let's pretend I haven't ever sold you a house, which I haven't. But let's pretend we know each other from a past life, right? High school, something else, and now it's been several years, and I see you at the grocery store, right? I'm gonna say and. This is how I'm going to let Michael know that I'm in real estate. Hey, Michael, how have you been? What have you been up to? I've been good, man. Just been working hard. Oh, where do you work? Oh, I work in a place called Club Wealth, man. It's awesome. We help a real estate agents actually make money and have a life at the same time. It's great. And then uh, they usually at that point will say, what about you? Oh, what about you? What do you do? Well, I'm not, I'm just self-centered and completely. <laughs> but, but go ahead. What do you do? <laughs> so right, right there, you get to say, oh, I'm actually selling real estate. I'm, I'm, I, I have a team. I mean, whatever it is, whatever your five second elevator pitch is, you now get to give it without mm-hmm. cornering someone and saying, yeah. oh, hey, I'm in real estate. If you happen to know anyone that's buying or selling. And I think that's the part that a lot of people are scared of. Yeah. I don't want to go to this person and, and be pushy and and try to suck referrals from them, right? So if you be authentic and you truly care, now it, it wouldn't happen as quickly as what Michael and I did because I'm going to say, what have you been up to? He's going to say, oh, work, family. I'm not going to jump right to work. I'm going to say, oh, family, tell me about it. And we're going to talk about stuff that he's going mm-hmm. to enjoy talking about. And even if we get so far away from the what we do for work, I can still bring it up because he said that he's been busy with work. Um, or that he's trying to find work or whatever it is. So I'm going to come back and say, Hey, what field of work are you, are you looking in? Right. Or where do you work? And typically there, there's going to be a couple things where they say, Hey, what about you? Well, same thing, family and work. Um, I'm a real estate agent now, and this is what I've been doing. And so it's, it's easy to let them know what you're doing. We don't have to have this um, was it Buffini? Oh, by the way, if you happen to know anyone that's buying or selling, that's fine. You can do it. But I think a lot of people are scared of that. We right. know what we do, find them on Facebook and now remind them a couple times a week that we're in real estate. So a couple of things I'm hearing you say are number one, you've got to, if you're not naturally gregarious, if you're not naturally uh, the kind of outgoing person that's going to engage in conversation with people, you need to find ways to become more outgoing, to become more gregarious and start engaging people. And one of the things you could do to Sheree's point is you can use the Ford technique. And I hear you saying a lot of those same things, Garrett, where it's, you know, family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Ask them about those things. Uh, so you've got to, got to, got to get more serious about contacting people you don't already know and engaging with the people you do know at a deeper level and just get the conversation going. A couple of things, and I want you guys to comment on these. These are great. So uh, we're going to come back to Kristen Kalski's comment in just a second here, but uh, where to go? Uh, Michelle Berkowitz, one of her favorite quotes is, it's simple, but not easy. Um, And I love this one. That was a Brian Curtis quote, by the way. Uh, This is a good one. Kristen Kalski says, I went to a neighborhood event and I wore my T-shirt that says, this girl sells real estate. And she got referrals out of it. You guys, and, and, and this is, oh my gosh, I can't even believe these words are coming out of my mouth. Dustin's got another train going behind him. <laughs> it's a potato train. It's going right past his office. I love it. 
it's like it's it brings potatoes to all the boys and girls. It's great. Uh, so, <laughs> and what's really cool is 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 Santa Doug is sitting on top of the chair, the caboose as it drives through the cabin. So, <laughs> those of you that know Doug know what I'm talking about. But anyway, long story short. Um, you guys, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid to even say this, but you know, there's people out there that will carry a sold sign around, right? I, I, look, I don't care what you got to do. Just get people to know that you're in real estate. Stop being a secret agent. Start getting out there and, you know, wear a t-shirt that says I sell real estate or wear a, it's, it, you know, some people wear a name tag. I, like, I don't care what it is. I, I never wore a name tag. I felt like it was goofy, but you know what? Look at this. I got my company logo on my jacket, Right. So wear something or do something that tells people, you know, people put like stickers on the back of their laptop. There's lots of ways you can do this to get conversations going that don't cost you any freaking money. You guys, it it kills me. People will go out all day long and they'll wear a Nike t-shirt or they'll wear a Lacoste or whatever, you know, whatever this, whatever brand they're into, FUBU, whatever, you know, I know, I know uh, Garrett wears, uh, what is it? uh, Juicy a lot. Uh, (laughs) but that's okay because I heard a lot of people <laughs> that. Um, so, but my point is, you guys, why would you wear somebody else's brand? Why wouldn't you wear yours? Get your brand out there. Anyway, so the next question we have is from Kristen Kalski. What is the cheapest lead source? And I want to start with Sheree and work on to Garrett and Dustin after. But what is the what is it, your favorite cheapest lead source out there? Besides Facebook, since we've already called it. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. So I love um, Home Light. I love uh, Facebook. Um, I love Upnest. Um, I love Lee's Like Candy. That's not free. That's expensive, but it's good. Then you said the cheapest. When I when okay, I think okay. of how much it costs <laughs> versus what I get, it's the okay. cheapest. That, okay, so that's a whole other topic. Now you're talking about, you know, a return on investment and cheap is really, I mean, it's really a matter of what do I spend versus what do I get? And that's so right. That's I agree. Right. I that's love right. leads like candy for that. You're right about that. I love those. Um, but I do do a lot of Facebook engaging. Mm-hmm. I do it. I do it behind the scenes where it's not. Uh, I think someone asked, how do you, how do you engage with a thousand people and still work? Um, you break it up. If you are purposeful with Facebook, you can do it. So what is it, Helixon? It's 10, in the, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 in the afternoon, 10 in the evening. But you yeah. have to be purposeful when you're doing it. So when I'm doing it for those 10 minutes, I'm starting at the top with those with that little notifications that I need to look at. And I'm going through those. I'm engaging with people. It's Think about how these politicians work. They kiss a bunch of babies, you know, so I'm liking some baby pictures and I'm saying how cute they are, even if they might be a little bit funny looking. Everybody has the cutest kids. I was going to say, sometimes you grab your baby, that baby, and you're like, whoa, I'm not kissing that baby. What the heck? Whoa. Take it back. Yeah. So, so, but that's what I'm doing to stay engaged with them. So, uh, break up your time when, when you're doing it and don't let yourself spin all the way down that rabbit hole uh, when you're doing it, but that's how you do it. 
Okay, so first of all, I completely agree with that. I guess one of the things that I would mention, Andrew, in answering your question about how do I keep in touch with a thousand people, first of all, don't try and do it all one-to-one, right? You've got to start doing more one-to-many stuff. Um, and you can do that with Facebook. Tag multiple people in your Facebook posts, um, you know, and, and make sure it's relevant to them. Don't just tag people, you know, willy-nilly. But also, you know, the client events like Garrett and Dustin were talking about. Do more client events. Um, do and post that on your Facebook inviting your Facebook friends. Yes. Right. And a thousand people you don't talk to every single day, right? There's, there's no need. They will start unfriending you if you're constantly hounding them, just like the the thousand leads we have in our CRM. If I call all thousand of those every single day, 365 days a year, uh, I, well, first of all, I'm going to burn myself out. Second of all, Mm -hmm. I'm going to quit real estate because I'm tired of it. Right. It's just, I'm going to be burnt out. So the same thing goes with your, with your Facebook friends. It's another CRM, which by the way, they need to be, if you're engaging with them, they need to be in your CRM separately from Facebook, but treat Facebook almost like another CRM, right? We can put something out there like, Hey, look at me at my client event. Look how many people are here. Look at the Easter bunny that we're doing pictures with. Look how many eggs we have. Look at my, 10 year old daughter that I've got wearing a name badge and she's out here busting her butt working, right? Do that kind of stuff. You've just engaged with, with a hundred, a couple hundred of your friends without personally touching that one person. The other thing too, when you're using like, when you're doing a client event like that, if you are bringing something of value to the community, like we always partner with a charity every time we do a client event or a community event, um, something that's going to pull on heartstrings for somebody. And then we bring something of value, like an Easter egg hunt, a Santa visit, something to that effect. You're going to get your Facebook friends sharing those posts, those advertisements that they see going out. So it just helps to boost your brand and your business out even more if you are bringing something of value. And don't forget, here's the thing with, with these client events. So, People hear us talk about client events and they think, well, yeah, you can afford to throw a big old client event and I can't. So vendors afford. That's one. That is true. That is what vendors are for. But some people just don't have that yet. They don't have it yet. So what I will tell them is that you can do client events on a smaller scale. It doesn't have to be something that's 900 people. You want a fun one? One that I've done before is it's a client event, but it's the the local pub where all we have to do is pay for appetizers and beer and soft drinks. Now, if you want the hard stuff, you're going to pay for that, (laughs) but that's all we've got to pay for. And I did it during karaoke time. So guess what I got? Free entertainment, free entertainment, paying for nothing but appetizers while we were there, beer, pizza. And I hand wrote, I hand wrote. So if you think that, I didn't roll up my sleeves and get down and dirty in order to get there. Don't you're fooling yourself. I hand wrote it out. And when I wrote it out to them, instead of me saying, do you know it? If you, do you know anybody who's interested in buying, selling or investing in real estate? I didn't do that. I hand wrote it out. I made the phone call, hand wrote out my invitations. I made the phone call. And at the end of that call, I said to them, if there's anyone that you think that I should meet, will you please bring them along? That was my way of asking them to bring someone who 
is looking at buying, who's looking at selling, or who's looking at investing in real estate. But there's cheaper ways for you to do it. And I'll be honest, I think I spent like 150 bucks. I, I want to build off that. So you know how many people I've done CMAs for or I've gotten to a lender from my couch in front of a football game because I sent a text message to my friends and said, hey, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have the Super Bowl game on. You want to come over? I'm going to have the UFC fights. I'm doing March Madness. I've been, before I was in real estate, when Lost, remember Lost on TV? <laughs> I've <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Broncos are on that show a lot. No, they're not. They're not. Oh, whoa. whoa. I, I was, I had a group of friends that would get together once a week and watch it. So you can do that stuff for free, right? Cherie talks about a hundred bucks and I'm not, I'm not dissing that because a hundred bucks is cheap and we can get someone to a, a business, right? It's more designed for real estate. I'm, you know, I'm going to talk to you about real estate, but I can also call a couple of my buddies have them come to the house and watch a football game. Super easy to, to put some people that you're a little more comfortable talking to. And then they will start asking, Hey, can I invite my friend? He also likes this. Hey, can I invite my friend? They're into this. Yeah. Bring them because I want an opportunity to get in front of them, to meet someone, to find them on Facebook, add them as a friend. And now they know what I do for a living. You know, it really, you guys, what, what Garrett's talking about is super inexpensive. It's cheap. It's like barbecue in the backyard kind of stuff, right? It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a huge production, but you've got to start somewhere. You've got to expand your circle of friends. You've got to expand your sphere of influence. Um, now, if you're going to have people over for a football game, I'd recommend it be anything but the Broncos. Um, but now that being said, Garrett, or you've the Falcons. success with the bachelorette parties that you've been doing, right? Watching the bachelorette show. Is that, is that right? <laughs> I swear that. Anyway, all that. Woo! He's like, yeah. we're gonna get a lot of love in Denver next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We're gonna be in Denver. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love it. That's hilarious. Look, it's not that I don't love the Broncos. It's just that I love the Seahawks. All right. So that being said, Michelle makes a good point. She says Garrett is so good at making me feel comfortable. He comes from a place of caring and giving and not receiving. He's got an awesome personality. She's totally defending you because I'm making fun of you. Uh, so, anyway, and, and, and Kristen Kalski says, what about a chick flick movie night? And absolutely, you know, Garrett has done a ton yep. of those. He has great success. <laughs> um, and so I would absolutely recommend those. Listen, it really doesn't matter what you do. You, you, you could do a um, like a Tupperware party, or, and, and maybe that's a bad example because they're selling stuff, but, but, but that's not a terrible example, right? It could be anything like that. It's just become the person that, that gathers people together for various reasons and with various interests. And all of a sudden you've got a free way to get a hold of people. Now I want to know kind of fun. it is right. It's like it partying is. your way to riches. So here's what I want to know from you guys, from all three of you, what is the fastest way to, if I, if I'm broke right now, if I'm in tier one and I just, I got to make money right now, what is the fastest way with a free lead source to get business coming in right now? I'm going, I'm doing Facebook. open houses. Love it. Open houses. Okay. I'm doing Facebook open groups houses. and Craigslist. Facebook groups and Craigslist. Huge. Yes. Love it. Okay. I don't like doing it, but I've done it. Not Door knocking. But, okay. but I, I, 
I'm going to do that with open houses, right? So I'm going to go do an open house. I'm going to knock the neighborhood. I'm going to invite them to the open house. I'm going to show them what I do. And with this, it's, it's, I don't know. I think it's good. You like, you kind of need to know your why, right? If I need to make this happen right now, and that's how Michelle and I know each other, right? We're eating dinner at, at BSM and I'm not going to get into it, but all of a sudden we start talking and we start digging deep on each other's whys and it, it, on both sides, it was authentic, right? We weren't trying to gain something from like, Oh, I'm just trying to do this so that I can go make money. Right. It's, it's authentic. And when you do that with your open houses and you, you knock on someone's door and you're authentic and you say, Hey, I'm doing this for your neighbor. And I wanted to invite you. Right. I hope to see you there. We're going to have cookies. It's an opportunity for you to potentially pick out your neighbors, um, for you to snoop, right. You've always wondered what your neighbor's houses look like. You get to do that now. So go be authentic, knock on doors and let people know that you're going to work harder than anyone else. And then when they show up, try to remember, you won't remember everyone, but try to remember a face that you talk to. So when they walk through that open house, oh, thank you so much for coming, right? And you can be authentic about it because they accepted your invite. Whether they did or not, we're going to make them believe that they accepted my invite. Thank you so much for coming to my open house, you know, whatever. So And don't drop the ball afterwards. So when you get those people, you have to follow up with them. So many people, you just you only grab what you were talking about, the low-hanging fruit, those that come yeah. in that are ready right now. Those are the ones that you that you grab and that you call again. But you forget to call the people who said three to six months. You don't continuously follow up with them. You have to follow up with them. You have to. Um Pick up the phone. I don't you say, have any listings, so I can't do an open house. Say that again. But I don't have any listings, so I can't do an open house. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Reach, reach out you to an to. agent that has listings. Talk yeah. to an agent that has them. Call the agents that, that are representing HUD properties. It doesn't matter. For sale by owners. Fizbo's, you can do Fizbo's. We actually had a Fizbo that we held open for the first time this past week, and it went really well. We picked up three buyers from it. They didn't buy that house, but guess what we got? We got three buyers from that, and and hopefully we're still working on getting that Fizbo to list with us now that she sees what we're providing. Um, But HUD homes, you you can hold those opens. Other agents that are in your office, hold those ones open, but follow up. Craigslist, you talked about Craigslist. When you get those Craigslist people, pick up the phone. Make the phone calls. Make it more than once. I get so much business from the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the 50th phone call. We just closed something that came through 284 days ago. Choo-choo. Go ahead, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Handling her inner potato train. I love it. Justin, you will forever be known as the potato train coach. (laughs) Dustin, Mr. Choo Choo, <laughs> trade coach. Hashtag. <laughs> you know, Megan, Megan uh, Pharrell Nelson, she just actually also mentioned, she's like, hey, look, we just got two listings from uh, holding Fizbo's Opens. And so, you guys, it, it really does work, but you have to work it. And to Cherie's point, I hope everybody's hearing this because this is so true. You have to follow up. 
over and over and over again. I'll give you examples. Michael, I knocked my door. You know, I knocked doors in my neighborhood and I didn't get any business out of it. Well, boo freaking who? How many How times, times did you knock the same neighborhood, <laughs> right? How many times did you do an event in that neighborhood and then go knock it again to invite them out? How many for sale owners or listings or anything did you hold open there and knock it again to invite them to that? And, you know, I'm not saying door knockings for everybody, but if you're broke right now and you're trying to figure out how do I put food on the table in this hot market, dude, hold a freaking house open. Start, you know, farming a neighborhood at a high level. Start doing, I mean, you've got to do something. Go out and hand out potatoes to everybody in the neighborhood. I mean, whatever you got to do to go deep with them, right? Then (laughs) go to the grocery stores that your farm goes to. Yes. Shop there. Don't shop next to your house. Shop next to your farm so that you bump into these people in the store. They see you. You're a part of the community. And a lot of people are like, oh, I just, I don't, I want to keep work and personal separate. Well, then stay broke. Go for it. Right? Do I create a second Facebook? Because I don't know. Don't create a separate Facebook. Use your Facebook because it's authentic, right? The other thing I want to add to what Michael was saying with your farm Go for a walk in your farm. Walk your dog in your farm. Don't put your head down. Don't put a hat on or a hood and cover up. Walk in that farm. And when you see someone that you that you recognize, oh, hey, how's it going? Right? You don't have to remember their name. You can walk up and say, hey, how's it going? Be in your farm if you're broke. When you're not broke, you can spend $20,000 a month in flyers and everything else. That will do it for you. But if you're breaking into a farm, you have to go do it. We're either trading, we're, we're either spending time or we're spending money. If we don't have money, go put the time in. Yep. yep. And if you live in the farm too, I mean, get involved with your neighborhood. You know, maybe join the HOA, participate in some of the neighborhood events that happen. Get involved with the local schools that are around there and get to know the people that are there on the school board. Um, well, those are... But don't forget to put that stuff on your daily schedule. So I don't want you to go out and do this and then get so knee deep into it that this is all you're doing and you're not working. Um, So put that thing, put those in your daily schedule plan when you're going to do that. And so if you're going out and you're doing the farm farming, do it with a purpose. I'm doing it from this time to this time. Yes. I'm just walking the pooch, but that's what I'm doing from this time to this time. And I'm going to have a little Southern hospitality, even if I'm not in the South, when I'm doing it. Hey, y'all, how you doing? Hey, girl, I haven't seen you in a while. Woo. Yes, have that when you're out there, even if it's people who you, who you don't know, speak to them all. And so real quick, I got I to gotta jump in on the dock walking thing. There's two things. One, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, the, the company that makes it possible right now for us to do these shows, which is Wise Hire. And I know all of you guys are using Wise Hire. I use Wise Hire. I love those guys. Uh, so if you guys aren't already using Wise Hire, uh, it's a great pro- uh, platform for recruiting, whether it's agents or administrative team members or anybody else that you need to hire. Go to wisehire.com forward slash club wealth. Uh, maybe if I get Tori to post that in the in the link here, uh, wisehire.com forward slash club wealth, we get a nice discount for you with them. Uh, but on the dog walking thing, here's what I would suggest. Number one, if you're going to walk your dog in your farm, make sure your dog's not an aggressive dog that's going to eat people, right? Probably not a good <laughs> idea. The second thing yeah. is it's probably not a good idea to let your dog poop on your prospect's lawn. So try not to allow that to happen. So other than that, another thing I want to add with that real quick, if you're, if you have curly hair in your business cards, 
you should probably like, you should make sure that if you're knocking on doors, inviting people to open houses and giving business cards and flyers, make sure you look like that person as you're out walking the neighborhood <laughs> or in the grocery That's store. That's a good point. Right. That means Michael, don't put your high school picture on there. Yeah. Yes. Or the glamour shot from 20 the glamour years shot. Ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know Dustin's got, got one of those. He's got the old glamour oh, shot. Oh, definitely. It's got potatoes in the background, like a halo around him. <laughs> and I'm going like this. <laughs> He's got a conductor's hat on. The little overalls, the striped overalls. I love it. Uh, right. A couple awesome. things I want to give a couple shout outs to people. So first, if you're at Listing Agent Boot Camp, find Kara um, and ask her. She just did a garage sale for her community, Kara Courtney. Sing Kara Courtney. Okay, yeah, Kara yeah. Courtney. Ask her what she did. This was fantastic. She got 85 uh, people's information, right? Their address, their phone number, their email. And what she did is she created a landing page. She marketed it to her neighborhood and said, hey, we're doing a garage sale. Fill out this Google form and tell me what you're selling. And then I can organize it and I can tell people that are looking for electronics to go to these addresses. If you're looking for furniture, go to these addresses. She got 85 sign-ins. She went around and did drop-offs. She dropped off water or stop-bys or whatever. Um, she made some fantastic connections. And she even said on a couple of them, as she was walking up to the house, people are like, hey, it's Kara. Kara, hey. Because she yeah. – and it was branded. And I'm not super huge on, on branding, but make sure – People can recognize you from, from who you are. The other one is Megan Farrell. Find her at Listing Agent Bootcamp. She is listing one to, I mean, she's listing like two and three houses a week right now by going Facebook Live. That's huge. I remember having that conversation when we were down there. I was having lunch with her and Brady and uh, down in Florida there. And we were talking about the whole, uh, you know, it, going live on Facebook. And you just don't worry about it. Don't You don't need perfect hair. You don't need to be all ready for it and all this stuff. Uh, but here's the deal, you guys. You do have to get into activity. So go see these guys at Listing Agent Bootcamp. Super excited to see all of you. We are totally out of time. We have to get on a coach's call now. But uh, I want to tell you all, I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you being here for Club Wealth. We're here for you. Uh, and by the way, it really helps us when, you, you know, if you're getting value out of the stuff that we're sharing with you, if you find value in this, whether you're a coaching client of ours or not, when you run into agents who are thinking about coaching or who you feel could benefit from coaching or even just from the information that we share for free, please refer them over. Please add them to the Facebook group. Please you know, recommend that they do a strategy session with us. We'll even give you, literally, we'll give you an entry into our Hawaiian giveaway drawing uh, where we give away a Hawaiian vacation once a year. So that being said, you guys remember, inside each one of you, there's a world-class beast just dying to get out. You got to choose to unleash that beast just like the Potato Brothers have done. <laughs> but here's the deal. Go find your spuds and make it an awesome world-class day. Thank you guys so much. Great value today. Appreciate it.